the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast, the podcast for mental grit and resilience. Hosted by V. Binga and Tim Ganley. Hello, this is Tim. And this is V. And we welcome you to another episode of the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast. And this is number two of the series of more than two Which on is Vata Derangement Syndrome. Am I a little Vata deranged? And not as much as last time. Excellent. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. And we're back. And but first, did you like? Did you share? Did you subscribe? subscribe? Did you subscribe to our Instagram, our YouTube, our Facebook, our random our, social yeah, media? media. <laughs> yes. So, oh, and our our, our email address even. Yeah, uh, yep. yeah. It's called the mailing list. Oh, that's it. Yes. <laughs> and did you go on our 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 uh, uh, Twitter account? Oh no, we don't we have don't one. We don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode is brought to you by Jane. A kick butt yoga teacher in Simpit, Florida, who likes to keep it real. And uh, you can uh, find how to contact her for awesome power yin classes uh, in the notes of this section. Perfect. That was pretty almost Well, almost, like, almost. I was going to say that was almost like you, uh, you planned how to say that. <laughs> so today we're talking about body derangement syndrome more because yes. it's still going on with yes. a lot of people. What is Vata Derangement Syndrome? You know, actually talking a lot causes Vata Derangement Syndrome. So it is interesting that we are talking a lot about the Vata Derangement Syndrome. Yeah, I, I know that uh, one of the courses you're teaching, yeah. they said, what do you mean by not talking a lot? Yeah, exactly. Yes. So that's a different story. Uh What's going on with uh, the Vata Derangement Syndrome? As we already mentioned last time, it is the Vata structure, the Vata constitution is the easiest to go out of balance because it is based primarily on space and air. And it's all about movement. And uh, we also mentioned that it has the, uh, the subtle quality as opposed to the gross of the kapha. Ooh, icky gross. Not as in gross, as in icky, as in the opposite of subtle. So because it has the subtle quality, it is very easy to, for it to start going out of balance and for us not to realize it until it's too late. And as the, uh, as the Vada starts going out of balance, uh, it is also uh, governed by the dry quality. Mm. Uh, the dry as opposed to the oily or wet or mm. anxious. And this is all coming from the 20 qualities in of, Ayurveda. In Ayurveda. Yes. And actually, it's 10 opposites, that not really 20 qualities. 10 pairs of opposites. Very good. You've been paying attention. <laughs> I've studied. <laughs> the 10 pairs of opposites. So, one of the main pairs is the subtle and gross, and another uh, pair is the 
uh, oily or wet or anxious and dry. And um, kapha uh, has solid, wet, oily quality. Yes. Vada has solid, dry quality. Well, the dry quality, you can think of it oh, as dry skin, uh, dry hair, dry lips uh, during cold weather, right? That's a symptom of the vada. And if you don't pay attention to it, it can become too much and it's annoying and you are a... Uh, 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 lips. Dandruffish stuff. And yeah, cracked your lips. lips yeah, and, cracked lips. That's the word. And, and then your nose starts getting weird. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but also, you can think of the dry quality as as causing separation. For example, uh, fear has the dry quality. Uh, we start feeling separate from each other. We start feeling kind of isolated, that we are not blending in well, communicating well uh, with, be, with others. So the longer we stay in... A, the... Exactly. The, the longer we stay in the, and our space gets screwed with, uh, that dry quality is going to start going out of balance in a very subtle way. Mm. Which, uh, and uh, the se separation, having your own space and your own boundaries and all that can be a great thing. The qualities are not bad. Mm -hmm. The qualities are, they just are. It is when they start going out of balance when they start becoming too much and we lose control of them, that the problems start. So when you're saying that uh, dryness is good as long as it's controlled. As long as it's controlled, exactly. Yeah, you don't want to be having like oily hair all the time, you know what I mean? So I can't put coconut <laughs> oil in my hair? So, Or at first I have to grow hair, then I can put <laughs> coconut hair oil in it. Yeah, so it's all... It's all that relative balance. Okay. Yeah. So, and then in the same sense, oily, you need to have some oily and you need it, to have some. So yeah. you just, you had just mentioned that uh, fear is a dry quality. Uh -huh. So what is oily, which Ooh. is the opposite? Very good question. Oily is uh, compassion. O oily is love. Uh, oily brings cohesiveness. Okay. Now, you're saying oily brings is love. Mm -hmm. So fear is the opposite of love? Fear is the opposite of love. Hate is not the opposite of love. Hate is a symptom of fear. So uh, what uh, the, the worst emotion for a... Uh, a human to experience is fear. Everything starts from fear. The cause of every negative emotion is fear. Fear of something. And depending on the person, because Ayurveda in all her wisdom says every one of us is different, 
depending on the person's weakness, that kavaigunia that we mentioned last time. You just cuss at me. And that defective space, depending on that, is how that fear is going to manifest. So whatever emotions, anger, hate, um, anxiety, uh, I, I don't even know, I can't think of them, jealousy, <laughs> all, of, all, of, all those. of those, you know. Loss of mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, all of those negative emotions is uh, are are symptoms, different symptoms of a fear. Fear is the main issue. Fear of death, fear of not having enough, fear of not being liked, uh, fear of uh, being alone, fear of getting old, uh, fear of change. <laughs> that's that's a big one. That's a big one. So fear of something. Okay. So I know you, in classes, you describe, you use paper as yes. a uh, concept <laughs> yeah. of uh, Dry dryness separation. versus... Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's like... So yeah. can you explain a little bit on, yeah. on the concept of why you would uh, explain paper yeah. as a... Yeah. Uh, you have you have uh, two different pieces of paper, right? When uh, when they are dry, you they you can you can bring them together, but they are still separate, and you can cause friction between them. Be that, that can even start a fire. Exactly, exactly. But when they are wet, wet them a little bit, water, oil, anything. When they are wet, they just merge together they and they they stay together so it's almost like becoming one so or adding oily qualities to your fear exactly. is going to help you so exactly. we'll talk more about merging our oily qualities <laughs> it sounds from, a little disgusting <laughs> in a couple seconds stay tuned we'll be right back Do you like what you hear? The Spartan Mind Strength Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and all other popular podcast destinations. Please subscribe today and consider leaving us a rating and review. It helps us spread the word and help others find our content. Don't forget to leave a comment and any questions you may have. Tim and V would love to hear from you. Back to our oily selves right now, <laughs> and uh, I'm uh, rubbing I myself with uh, uh, coconut oil right now. Yeah, I love the feel of coconut oil in my boots. <laughs> <laughs> it was a movie. Oh my! Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> with uh, Burt Reynolds. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yes. <laughs> Anytime I talk. Uh, that oiliation thing yeah. keeps me thinking of Burt Reynolds in that one movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. The whole Abhyanga in Ayurveda. Uh -huh. and, yeah, come yeah. on, yeah. So, yeah. So now, what is good fat? How, how, well, first off, how do you oil? What do you mean by oiling? Do I rub myself in oil? Is that what you're talking about? Uh, not exactly. Well, there is a concept of a 
internal oleation and external oleation. In uh, commodity Ayurveda, the focus is on the external oleation. Uh, they call it abhyanga, mm-hmm. uh, which you put... Uh, all sorts of oil all over yourself and blah, blah, blah. And you got to wait, make sure that, cause I love this part about when you were taking this one course, yeah. I told you to put it all over your body and you, and then you have to wear special clothes because you can't wear good clothes because you're going to ruin them exactly. with all the oil that you got. And you can't wash them. Don't put them in the dryer yes. because you can catch the dryer and on fire. And it has happened. A lot yeah. of Ayurveda students. So, so they're making it stupid yeah. by doing this. Yes. They're making it almost impossible. People aren't going to do this. No, and it takes so much time and energy out of your life. No. It's- I, know, I know there's this one. I, I love talking about her because she's so stupid. And I use the word stupid in a polite way, polite way because she she doesn't understand. Yeah. She doesn't know. Yeah. Uh, but again, stupid. Uh, so she tells people the best way to get things going is at night, you know, so you can sleep better is to rub yourself in uh, oil. <laughs> uh, if you're kapha, you rub yourself in this oil. If you're body, you rub yourself yeah. in this oil. And if you're pita, you rub yourself in another oil. Is that the best way? Uh, <laughs> I absolutely not. And that's the, a polite way of saying, heck now, not. Is the, what, what, the most effective and practical way is the internal oleation. I, internal oleation means eat good fat. Again, it doesn't mean, okay, I have to clarify. Internal oleation is not the another way that some Ayurveda people teach, put oil uh, up your butt. No, the enema the butt, and all yeah. that stuff. No, it's not that. No butter in the butt? No butter in the butt. But it is all about butt and butter. Uh, but we'll not analyze that, that. Not in that way, not together. Eat good fat. Eat good nourishing fat. The right fat, the clean good fat, is the most nourishing thing we can do for ourselves and the most effective way to create internal oleation. Once you create internal oleation, that's going to reflect on your skin, on your hair, on your nails, and most, in a good way, in a good way, and most importantly, is it is going to reflect on your state of mind. Because doesn't oil, good oil affects your nervous system, Exactly. Our brain is made of fat primarily. Our brain needs the oily quality. When, uh, when we don't give it enough, when our brain starts drying up... It, that's when we start the that, fight. That's when we start uh, experiencing fear. And then, depending on what's going on, eventually it is the fight flight or freeze there's no flow at all there is no possibility for flow because there is not enough oleation to preserve that cohesiveness in order to have flow flow is a continuous thing 
flow is not broken up. Mm. The dry quality interrupts the flow. Okay. So good fats. Good fats. Are grass-fed, grass-finished butter. Yes. Uh, not, I, not the fake butters. Not the, I can't believe it's not butter, not, not, uh, the vegan butter. not the vegan butters, not, there is even a thing such as vegan ghee, oh my goodness, that's poison actually. Nope. So, so not that, no. but real butter, good real butter. butter. Uh, and then you got uh, olive oil, but olive oil, that's good. That's good Because oil. a lot of the United States olive oils it's are... mixed in with canola oil yep. or sunflower oil. And so there's a company and... Uh, Fresh pressed olive oil. And that's where we get our olive oil from when we're not using our olive oil yeah. from our trees. Yes. So that's uh so we use that olive oil and mm -hmm. we'll put a link in his into him. In the notes, yeah. Uh another way is lard. Lard. Render you can, good lard. Yep. Because uh lard actually holds uh, vitamin D in it, doesn't yes, it? Yes, 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 yes. Uh so so lard, lard tallow. Which is from the cow. Yes. Uh, actually, another one is uh, good duck fat, right? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yes, good duck fat. Because they, they even call that the gold of, yes. of, uh, of, of uh, butter or duck or what, or not duck. It's <laughs> the gold of cooking. Yes. It's one of the best ways to make great food with. Uh, and then uh, coconut oil. Yes, absolutely. Now, I didn't mention any other oils. Yes. And why did I not mention any other oils? Because, for example, sunflower oil, right? Sunflower oil is not bad if it is processed properly right then and there. Because it goes bad quickly, exactly. right? Exactly. Uh, all oils other than coconut oil and then the butter and stuff uh, are not stable enough, which means their molecular structure can be compromised and uh, it can get compromised with time, with light, with heat, with who knows what. So by the time we get them in today's society, are, they are not good for us. They are rancid. They are toxic. So I know that, like you said, sunflower oil is very, very good for it you. Is. If you if you basically if you make it yourself exactly. exactly and you use it you use it right away exactly but once it hits the heat that's yeah. when it starts having problems exactly. and heat is anything from driving it in a truck to the grocery store exactly so and that goes with avocado hey, oil I, also, yes right? yeah i was gonna say even avocado oil eat avocados eat guacamole add some good olive oil to it and you're great mm -hmm. but avocado oil is there is a risk that it can be rancid. Yeah. It's a much higher risk. It's a much than, higher you know, risk, it, yeah. They're, they're less stable. Exactly. Okay. What about MCT oil? Ah, MCT oil is interesting. Uh, MCT oil comes from coconut oil. It's a more processed... And MCT oil stands for? Medium chain triglyceride. And uh, it is... It is a more concentrated form of the coconut oil. So it is supposed to have more of the good properties of the coconut oil and less of the bad properties of coconut oil. 
Uh, and I know we do it. We use MCT oil almost daily, it, at least three days a week, maybe four days a it, week. Exactly. And we put it in our coffee. Yes. And it's not bulletproof coffee. No. It is, you call it Ayurvedic coffee. Ayurvedic coffee. <laughs> because we've been told, and we'll get into that in a little bit, but uh, uh, MCT oil in your coffee doesn't change the taste. Exactly, like coconut oil does. Exactly. And I I, re I don't like coconut oil that much in my coffee. You know, if I have to, I'll do it, but it's not my first choice. Whereas with MCT oil, you don't, you get that oily quality and you get none of the taste. So it is, but, but when you add MCT oil to your coffee or you just have a teaspoon or a spoonful of MCT oil, uh, keep in mind that it is more concentrated fat than the coconut oil. So uh, it, depending, you may feel it a little bit more in your belly. So we'll talk a little bit more about our belly when we come back. Stay tuned. And we're back. And now we're this main thing, the best thing you can do that we're talking about this week to keep uh, stable. Yep. Is, to avoid the, the vada derangement syndrome. Is to add more good fat to your daily intake. Yes. So there are fat burners. Yes. And there are carb burners. Yeah. And you can't be both. Nope. So if you're a fat burner, this is a great way of staying healthy. Yes. If you're a carb burner and you add a whole bunch of fat, all you're going to do is become fat. Exactly. So you can't be a carb burner and fat burner. Now, when I say that, I'm not saying no carbs ever. Um, no, uh, no, no, that's You're not lowering it. your yeah. carb intake and raising your fat intake and raising your protein intake. Exactly. Is that correct? Yes, yes. So there's a lot of good science out there now starting to back that and prove that Ayurveda is correct. And I, I love that every day yeah. another thing came out. And when we used to teach yoga a lot, mm -hmm. we would see another study saying that what yoga has been saying for years and what Ayurveda has been saying for years, and what Upanishads have been saying for years, it's now starting, to, it's still true today. Absolutely, absolutely. Now with that, Ayurveda also says, raw sucks. Yes, Ayurveda so, says that, yeah. So it doesn't quite say it in that writing, but uh, it basically says, don't eat salad. Exactly. Raw food is very hard for our body to digest. Uh, it's, uh, it's the same concept as uh, cold water is not good for our digestion. Our body, our digestive system has to work to bring everything to body temperature and then break it down. Raw is very hard to break down. So we are asking, we are asking our body to do extra work, to expand extra energy to cook the food for us. And doing that means that it has to take energy from somewhere else. And our body, because of what we do to it, has, has limited amounts of energy. 
it could have infinite amounts of energy, but because of what we do to it, has very limited amounts of energy. So it has to divert energy from somewhere else, and then it produces waste. Any time you use energy, you create energy, you produce waste. Mm -hmm. So it all goes into a very, very complicated, vicious cycle of disease. Okay. So. So eating raw foods right now, especially if you're in this whole exactly. thing going on. And, and on actually, a regular basis, yep, that's yep. the thing. Yeah. And uh, it can do a lot of unique things to people. Yes. Now, Ayurveda is, it, it's specific for everyone, yep. but it also treats everybody as different. Exactly. So there are some people yes. out there that uh, raw foods might do really good for. Yeah. And they have to test that yep. themselves. But there's the statistic or the as majority, yeah, raw foods, and as the sicker you are, yes, the more the food should be cooked. Yeah, the this the more sick someone is, the more impaired their digestive system is, and that's why the food needs to be cooked. Yeah. I Weston Price sent something out a couple of days ago saying, uh, "Eat sometimes eat meat raw." Yeah. But always cook your vegetables. Yeah, that is actually brilliant because it may be hard to believe, but uh, uh, vegetables are harder for us to digest than uh, good uh, meat. So raw what if vegetables... You put it, what if you take a hamburger that's raw and you, you put uh, uh, cheese on it? Is that okay? Well, yeah, actually, yes. <laughs> it is because cheese... And again, that... Uh, Weston Price even says that the cheese is that thing that if you only had one food f for a little while, uh, cheese gives you everything yeah. that you need to survive. So, and what I think is if you have only one food, yeah. cheese, and if you only have one drink, wine. Yeah, I am. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So cheese and wine, you are set for life, right? That's <laughs> what I believe in. Yes. Well, it almost fits uh, Charaka. Eat, drink, and be merry. <laughs> yes. So anything else you want to discuss about the fat and when to put it in? Yes. So um, like uh, like uh, you mentioned before that you don't, you want to uh, modify your intake. Like you are not going to keep, if you are a carb burner, you are not going to keep your carbs at the level they are now and then add fat on top. Uh, that's that's uh, going to you know, make you gain weight. So uh, I, ideally, uh, it's, and it's actually, we've seen if you do it right, it's very easy to start doing it. Ideally, you want to save your carbs for later in the day and uh, add your fat and protein earlier in the day because fat is sustained energy as opposed to carbs which burn a lot quicker. So if you add the, if you have like a, a shot of olive oil mm -hmm. or a spoonful of uh, coconut oil in the morning, uh, then that will keep you going longer as opposed to having like the cereal. bowl of cereal or a bagel or muffin mm. or all that. Now, with that, like uh, our blueberry trees are doing very well right yeah. now. 
And so we've been, we can eat uh, blueberries. Yes. Because uh, we, we're starting to pick them. Yeah. Uh, blueberry pie. Yeah, that's delicious. Uh, because it, it's cooked. Exactly. Right? It's cooked. And especially if you cook it with lard. Uh-huh. Uh, that's and it's a nighttime thing. And we have a, the yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Or you can have your uh, blueberries with uh, uh, some uh, uh, coconut mana, or uh, uh, and then some cinnamon and stuff on top. Uh, or you can have them uh, cooked with. Uh, well, Tim is the chef, so that's why I don't. Which, sound by the way, <laughs> I'll be the chef for September for U.S. Wellness Meats. Yes. yes. Uh, with heavy cream, right? Yep. And uh, we used to, I also did the uh, blueberries, heavy cream, or coconut cream. Yeah. That, it, it coconut gets mana. Yep, mana. Yeah. Uh, and uh, rice. Remember the balsamic yes, rice? Yes, that's almost right. Like a, Basmati rice. Yeah, almost like a, uh, a rice pudding, porridge, blueberry thing. Yeah. And that, again, evening. Exactly. And that is an amazing dessert. Or it can be your dinner. And also carbs at night. Uh, help you sleep better, he help your brain relax easier. And fat in the morning, there's uh, a lot of people are starting yes. to say it doesn't spike your insulin at all. No, it doesn't. The, there is uh, the verdict is still out, uh, but pure fat sub is sub not supposed to spike your insulin. So, fat in the morning yep. is good, yes, at least that's how we live, yeah, yeah, and we have. Our carbs in the evening. Exactly. With fat, though. With fat. Yeah, always, always fat. I think anytime I put anything in my body has fat adjacent to it. Yes. So I don't put, like, fat in my wine, but I drink my wine with lots of fat on the side. Now, we did try, we and did this try. was uh, put uh, olive oil yeah. in our wine, yeah. and it actually tasted really good. It, so playing with the whole concept of can we change the amount of spike from eating too many sugars. Yes, exactly. Or drinking too many yeah. sugars. And olive oil in the wine, and I know, uh, back to Bulletproof, uh, Dave Osprey is yeah. starting to do some things with uh, making drinks, alcohol drinks, by using his fat water. Yeah, that's and, right. And uh, saying that it slows down the uh, absorption. So it, it all is about spiking insulin. Yep. And that's one of the things that... Uh, does Ayurveda talk about spiking insulin? Totally, or, yeah. actually, totally, totally. The kapha, the the kapha uh, bioenergy, the kapha structure, the kapha constitution, whichever way uh, helps you understand it better, is based on the insulin. Insulin, our insulin is our kapha regulator. It is very, very important to keep the insulin stable. And also stability is the key word for kapha. Mm -hmm. The only way to create stability in our life is by creating stability in our mind. That internal stability. Internal stability. And stabilizing our insulin is the only way to do it we can try many other things but if our insulin is up and down they they are all gonna be band-aids okay so let's say night night but before <laughs> we say night night don't drink and drive no absolutely don't drink and drive 
And a big thank you to Jane, the kick-ass yoga teacher so in Sanford, Florida. Do add olive oil to your wine. Don't add a car to it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Until next time. It sounds like you've had something. Until next time, much, much love from both of us. Namaste Kala. May we all be well, adapt, and thrive. If you found today's show helpful, please give us a rating, a review, or both. And subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. As always, namaste kala, which in Greek means, may we all be well. This program, Copyright True Fitness Incorporated, all rights reserved.